What's up, good people? It's your boy, Mr. Sharp. We're back at it with another one. It's sports news. And we got a good bit of sports news for today. Mostly concerning NCAA, NFL, and the NBA Finals. So, to start it off right at the back, we got a few games in the NCAA Top 25. Like, there, some people fell down in the rankings, others, uh, they held up to where the ranking was, you know, basically the top four, they're, they're doing pretty solid, Clemson, you know, Florida, I think Georgia, and, um, and Alabama, they're, I didn't say them all in order, but they're doing pretty well for their games, Clemson came out on top, beating the, uh, Virginia, by a good bit of points, Alabama, they beat up um, another team, which they're, these two teams right here, number one, number two, are going to face some people that they, some people say that they'll, those are going to be some of the games of the week where, you know, we're going to see for this weekend, Miami Hurricanes versus the Clemson Tigers. We're going to see, are these teams legit or are they just for show? So we're going to see that. We're also going to see. Old Miss versus Alabama Crimson Tide. We're going to see, are they legit? Because <clears throat> Old Miss just had it like a coming on top where they took it overtime. They won by a point due to missed field goal. Like, and people were saying that Old Miss said that they was going to beat beat Crimson Tide. So they have to live up to their trash talk and see, are they actually going to be able to beat them? You know, I think Georgia plays the, I believe they play the Volunteers. They had a remarkable game. That was just a shutdown game. They, they ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They beat the brakes off of the Auburn Tigers, like holding them to six points. And these, this wasn't a touchdown. These were field goals. And it's just like, <clears throat> when I say they came out and played 60 minutes, they came out and played 60 minutes. I had to take a breather for that because that, that was terrible. Like People were hoping that Auburn would come out with some good plays. They tried to put a whole few trick plays, but they didn't work out at all. And uh, it didn't turn out very well for Bo Nix. Because if you ask me, I think he got exposed that he wasn't as good as he was made up to be. And so with this week coming up, if they play, I didn't look at their schedule. They're going to have to make a lot of changes and see what they're going to do. Now, Georgia, in the quarterback position, they weren't too sure. You know, one quarterback is hurt. I think he's going to come back soon. Maybe in like next week or two. <clears throat> but they had another quarterback. He started, but he had an abysmal performance the following game against Arkansas where they almost lost. But thanks to a veteran coming in, um, the guy Bennett, the fourth, came in. He took over for that game and won. And he, he showed up that he, he's basically the starter right now for Georgia. After, you know, Jake Fromm left, went to the NFL. And, like, right now he's holding his spot. Took a few shots out there. Let's hope he's not too banged up because I did see that game. I noticed that he was, you know, twitching his hand. So, we got to make sure that, you know, 
he's good for the upcoming game against the Volunteers. And number four, Florida. Florida did. They beat up on the South Carolina Gamecocks, which, you know, I'm not going to discredit the Gamecocks, but we already know the Gamecocks is somebody that's kind of like, they be up and down a lot in like the past few years. So they do get some wins here, some notable wins there, but mostly they're, they're not like a team that's like, okay, you beat the Gamecocks, whatever. Kind of like Vanderbilt, like, yes, I'm going to give LSU their credit. They came back firing on all cylinders, only allowing a touchdown. Whew. But they came out, start to finish, beating up on, a, you know, the <laughs> Vanderbilt. LSU came out firing, you know, another 41-7 to game. So they, they basically showed we don't need Joe Burrow or the other vets from last year to hold their own because let's not forget last week they had a a bad loss against Mississippi State which we're going to get to Mississippi State next they played it's the another team okay so for Mississippi I want to talk about Mississippi I'm talking about Mississippi State if I had any um you know messed up right there with clarification I'm talking about Mississippi State um they played Arkansas and they beat LSU Last week, but this week they lost to Arkansas. You know the same team that uh Georgia had a hard time with the week previously as well. So like right out the bat, pick six, man. Come on now, you don't you're not supposed to be doing that. That that was just that was just a bad play from start to finish, and they ended up losing that game. I think that pick six is basically the well, basically the turning point for that like. Instantly, you just turn the ball over for the pick six. Not a good sign for how that game's going to go. We had some some games where they just went back and forth. You know, Ole Miss versus their opponent came down to the wire. That came down to the wire. Where basically the only reason why they won is due to miss extra point. That missed extra point is the only reason why Ole Miss won that game. Not to take anything away from them. You know, they got to overtime. Ended up winning that way, but now they have to face Alabama. Like I said, <laughs> they they got a lot of backing up to do because the head coach, Ole Miss, was talking like Mad Noles. I guess he's, he thinks he's going to make see if Bama's light work, but they're going to have to find out when they play him. So we're going to see if he lives up to it. Now, TCU versus Texas. Now, mind you, before the game, Texas was ranked pretty high. They ended up losing this game, like, due to a goal line stand. Like, they tried to punch it in at the last second and was... That that defense for TCU stood, stood tall. So, I'm guessing people probably wondering what the heck happened. I'm guessing they took a... Um, a safety just to run out the clock but it's like it's not gonna make a difference but that's how that's how that game ended and so it's it props to TCU because sometimes I think people sleep on TCU thinking that they're not gonna be a team but they've they've proved to you every now and again that they're a team to watch out for 
And uh, the last game we'll talk about is, has a little bit of controversy to do with it. Uh, Memphis versus SMU. Another ranked team. SMU has a home game. Now, the reason why there's no controversy because what happened is that SMU did win their game, but in the first half, they had an issue with the student section. The student section was supposed to follow the guidelines and for, um, you know, COVID, you know, like how it is, like limited seating. There's only supposed to be a limited amount of people here. And uh, what ended up happening was it was a lot of people. They weren't following the guidelines. were not wearing their masks like they were supposed to. And I'm guessing somebody had to shut it down. So the entire student section was removed and cleared out from, you know, the stadium. And I'm just like, yo, these people not playing. And speaking of uh, COVID guidelines, we're going to get into the NFL, right? Yeah, because that, that's the last little bit of the NCAA. I'm going to talk about the guidelines first before I get into the games because a couple of games got moved around due to the players not following guidelines or players getting fined and coaches getting fined because of guidelines not being met. You know, the earlier weeks, coaches were fined for not wearing masks. Uh, this week at a charity event, the Oakland Raiders were fined again. Ten different players because they were not taking pictures with no mask on. And, you know, I understand people don't want to wear the mask, but when it's being told to you that you need to wear your mask, you need to wear your mask, do what you're supposed to. That's why I have to agree, like what you heard about me say previously, when I had to agree with Jerry Jones, you know. You know, you don't want to be putting other people's lives at stake just because you may be healthy. And it doesn't affect you. That doesn't mean it's not going to affect somebody else. And, you know, this thing has basically caused a lot of problems where basically four teams were affected by it. One team was not directly affected by a blue. I'm going to say, yeah, four. The Vikings were affected, but nobody tested positive. So I'm guessing false positives or, you know, they were good. The Texans had over eight people test positive. So it was basically postponed the Steelers versus a uh, Texan game. That was supposed to happen this Sunday as well, but got postponed until later in the month of October, I think the 25th. So, you know, that's, that's messing up everybody's schedule because now you basically, you know, the Steelers could have had to buy it maybe later. In the season, but now that's been changed because, you know, the Texans messed up. And the Steelers had to pay for it because this buy could either hurt them later on down the road or maybe help them. We'll never know until the end of the season. But if at the end of the season this buy hurt them, it has to be the Texans' fault for that because they did not follow the guidelines. Now, Chiefs versus Patriots where Cam Newton got tested positive and another quarterback, the backup quarterback for the Chiefs tested positive as well. And this moved the game from the four, the four o'clock um, Eastern time, four twenty-five, to the uh, you know seven o'clock Eastern time, like pushing the uh, the actual like prime time game that was supposed to be played. I think the Falcons versus the Packers that pushed their game a little bit later, 
And, uh, yo, this, this messed up a lot of things, like, and I was kind of thinking that, you know, these past couple of days, I was more so waiting for a lot of things to calm down and to come out. That's why I did this a little bit later. And, uh, you know, Goodell basically had to bring the hammer down by saying that there would not, I think he's basically going to say that there would not be no more, basically, change around the schedule because the the Patriots of the Chiefs game was easier. They just put it earlier on Monday, but it bumped back. Everybody else like the television time for, uh, you know, the Falcons versus Packer game. But for the Steelers, they were unlucky because they was ready to go. And the Texans were not because of too many people testing positive. So what they basically said is that there may be lost of draft picks and cause of forfeiting. Now, I don't think you guys understand the cause of forfeiting. Like, forfeiting is a big thing, especially because that could actually be a needed win or loss on, you know, a team's record. Because for you... Like, let's say it gets later in the season. You're trying to see who makes the playoffs. You're basically hoping that another team loses because you have too many losses. And if they win, they're in the playoffs. Like, let's stick with AFC right now. Let's just say, uh, let's say that, you know, the Steelers, the, the Ravens, the Chiefs, Patriots. There's five, right? Wait, there's four. And a couple other teams take uh, the top spots. Now you got these other teams fighting for the bottom spot. Let's just say the Broncos and uh, the Browns. Let's just say they fighting for it. But the Broncos need a loss from, you know, Cleveland to get in. Because they need it because of their fortification that, let's just say they, they was a Titans and they, they didn't find the rules. They had to forfeit their game. And they need the Browns to lose the Browns win. Now they're in the playoffs. But as they could have gotten the actual maybe win or loss, we don't know. But because the game had to be forfeited. That's what this is probably going to say. This is really going to help like the other teams out and hurt your team in the long run. Because let's think about it. Steelers get had gotten this forfeit as a win. They basically just got a free week. And probably got to buy it later on. Possibly. Don't know for sure, but that'll help them out because now they like they 4 0. They didn't have to play a game. It helps them out. But you know, it's really easy for them. But we're gonna shift it into the games, and then we're going to finish off with that. That us with information about what happened for the NFL this week. Um, you know, some notable games that just I already told you what was going to happen. Vikings versus Texans. I already told you one of them teams was going was going to come out fire and wanted to win, and it happened to be the Vikings. So Texans still remain at zero and four. The Bengals. Even though they beat up on, they faced off against the Jaguars. You know, 
this actually being a win and a very needed win because Joe Burrow, I know Joe Burrow was ready for this. He needed this. He was he was waiting for this for a minute. Two losses and a tie. Man, he, he, he was hungry. He was hungry for a win. So he got his win. A couple notable teams still got losses. The Giants versus the Rams. Well, all the Giants could do was get March on the field and kick field goals. And the Falcons try to do the best they can against Aaron Rodgers in prime time. But they they didn't do so well either. So they also own four. But some notable teams that had the lead and lost it. L.A. Chargers versus the Buccaneers. Had the lead and everything. Ended up losing it. Tom Brady throwing for five touchdown passes. Sealing the deal for that game. You know. And I think also for the Saints... Versus the Lions. That yep, that was another game that where the Lions were winning 14 up, losing later on to the Saints. I'm like, I don't know what it is about these teams blowing leads, but they need to cut it out. Like if you're gonna get up by that many points, you need to hold it. Now, a high scoring game this week to me was the uh, the Browns versus <laughs> the Cowboys. Cowboys doing the best they can. Like, they're just marching down the field, getting points, but the Browns were firing all cylinder. When I said Odell Beckham came out there ready to play, getting two two touchdown passes, I think from Baker Mayfield and also from his, his former uh, LSU alumni, Jarvis Landry, and actually running one in for a touchdown, too. Like he just was, he came in firing all, all cylinders. He was ready to go, and it, yeah, like I mean, the Cowboys got that one win, but they they they're really like not looking too good for this season. Like I, I didn't expect them to do this this poorly right now, but I I really need them to pick it up and do better um, in next upcoming week. Then the Colts versus. The Bears. I watched this game, another game where a team basically was holding another team to basically none. To me, this game was kind of like low scoring because the defense of the Indianapolis Colts did their job and the Bears could not stop the run. They could not stop those running backs from marching down the field. I think a turning point in that game could have been that interception. If it had standed, though, that you had kept his foot in bounds, that could have been a real big turning point for them. But that that game took it back, hurt them because they ended up they could not do nothing. I mean, yes, they got that uh, the touchdown late in the game, but it's too late. It's way too late. You're scoring a touchdown like you know the last two minutes of the game. It makes no sense. You, you've basically lost your chance. Not many people can make that comeback. I'm sorry. And the way they played against Indianapolis, I don't think Indianapolis was going to let them come back. They were preaching two things at that game. Hold on to the football. Nick Foles was throwing it too hard. His receivers could not catch the ball. Like one guy basically let it just bounce off his hands right into it. A Colts defender's hands and it intercepted going the other way. And they were just marching down the field. Another turning point. If they had just kept going, they could have won this game. But this 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 really hurt them. But it also showed me 
that the Bears have a lot of work to do with the quarterback position because the two previous weeks before that, they were losing them games. This is why I'm going to say this. Third time was not the charm. They just, they, they were not ready. So they need to get something, something straightened out on the offensive side. The defense was okay. But, you know, they got to do something against that run because if they face other teams that actually have a strong running game, they're not going to do too well. And uh, other than that, before we shift into the NBA finals, I did call it. I said, if this team does not win a game, they was going to fire that coach. I'm talking about the Houston coach, Bill O'Brien. I knew they was going to fire him. I knew they was going to fire him because he basically has been making very, very big mental mistakes. And this season has not made, made him look good. So, unfortunately for him, sad to see see you go and say goodbye, but just wave goodbye because your position. And so, he's just going to have to take it as it is. But the Falcons coach, Dan Quinn, he, he ain't too far behind now. But, he, you know, the difference is they, they actually are fighting and they're trying to win. But those, those two wins... They turned the losses. It really hurt them. Back-to-back weeks of blowing leads. Not just like small leads. Like they were up by 6, 10 points. They, they were up by at least double digits. And blowing those leads really hurt them. And so, you know, I'm going to call it like this. If the Falcons play this week, if they do not win... Dan Quinn may be let go as well. I'm, I'm just calling it as I see it. You got too many weapons. I know they was banged up where Julio was hurt. Calvin Ridley was hurt. But you got too many weapons on offense. Make your defense need some work. But you got too many weapons to not be closing out the game like how y'all supposed to close it out. Maybe try running the ball a little bit more instead of just airing it out, Matt Ryan. Like, they need to do better. And uh, the segue into the last time of the NBA Finals, you see it. 3-1 and one right now. Whew. It's been a long time coming, the NBA. Ever since, you know, Kobe Bryant passing earlier this year, people were saying that the Lakers were hungry for a win, to win this game, and win this Finals in his name. So... Right now they've been they've been living up to it. Everybody has got one game from them. The Blazers got one first game. The Rockets got one first game, beating the next four. The Nuggets did okay. They they got a game at the halfway point, just like the Heat did. That's why I said, told people, I was telling people this. I said, what's the point of getting hyped for a Heat win? When they just won one game. I'm looking at what the Lakers did this whole series. I'm not just looking at one game. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They won. They won. They won. They're about to make a comeback. I'm not too sure. Because the difference is what I said about the Lakers. The Lakers close. Now, if they lose these next three games, then, hey, I'd be wrong. But right now, it's not looking like that. Like, they're not losing by a bunch. But they're not doing very well. Because I've seen... The uh, 
the third game, I actually sat there and watched it. When I turned away from the NFL. And the Heat should have actually lost that game. Despite the LA Lakers turning the ball over 10 times in the first quarter. And Anthony Davis was in foul trouble early on. Two fouls and another. I think Kuzma was in foul trouble as well. It just wasn't looking very good. It just it just wasn't looking very good. Like, but the score wasn't all that different. I think the score was basically tied or basically Lakers were up or below like one or two points. To me, if they really wanted to prove a point to me in that game, they should have beat the brakes off of the Lakers in the first quarter. But I watched it and they were getting the ball but shooting three pointers. Why not drive it? Drive it to the, the hole and, and you know, score some easy buckets. That's what Jimmy Butler did. He drove it and was getting points in the paint and in the bucket. Instead of just sitting here just trying to air out threes all day. You can't do that all the time. Because if you miss threes and they make threes, they're easy to catch up on you. So right now, we're going to see. We're going to see Friday. Because Friday's the last game. Well, possibly. Don't quote me on that, but game five will be on Friday, 9 a.m., 9 p.m. Eastern time. And we're going to see where they close it out. Or where they have to play another one and try to close it out uh, later later in the week or next week. Will the Heat make a, <laughs> make a 3-1 comeback like so many other teams have done, like the Nuggets have done? Like the Cavaliers versus the Warriors have done. We're, we're going to see. We're really going to see. And. I'm just going to say it. I don't really see them coming back. They put up a good. A good fight. They did close out the, the East. Pretty well. But I, I just I just don't see them. Beating the Lakers. With that big of a height difference. Because those guys are bigger. Taller. I mean they got. LeBron, Kuzma, they also got uh, Caruso, who's doing pretty good. They got Anthony Davis, the White House, and Rondo. These these guys are ready. They coming to play. And uh, I guess um, that about wraps it up. I guess we just check my notes and see. I think the last two things is they say the Lakers are probably going to wear a Mamba jersey in memories to to Kobe Bryant, which, to me, if they do that and they lose, it's just going to look bad. So I would just say, just go out there and wear your regular jersey and just close out the game. Maybe bring out the jerseys after you win. But... Cause like I said, it's gonna look real bad. Like you talk, oh, we doing this for Kobe. We doing this for Kobe. Get beat and lose the series. That's gonna look bad. I wouldn't suggest doing it until after the series is done. That's just me. You know, I don't like being slapped in my mouth. And then I guess the the last thing is, you know, the NBA said that they're gonna after this season's over, they're not doing the Black Lives Matter thing anymore. Which I can understand that, cause you know. With no fans in the stands and people just watching it from home, they're losing a lot of revenue. And due to the 
the political and racial environment of Black Lives Matter, it's making it hard for people to just watch the sport and be like, I just want to watch basketball, but I can't watch basketball because we're talking about politics too much. So I understand the reasoning for why they're doing it. Do I agree with it? That's neither here nor there. That's that company. They can do whatever they want to do. But, you know, they're trying to do it as and keep this business-like. And just leave it like that. But that's it for me today. Stay tuned for uh, later con- content. I actually have uh, something written down for something that's probably going to take me a minute to discuss. So I'm going to break it up into various different parts. Just, it's one of those... One of the things I started with, started would be the Rise and Fall series. And I'm going to start out with this business that's well known. You've released, if he was a kid or a teenager at this time, you know of this program and of this business itself. We're going to discuss it tomorrow in the next few days. But until then, I'm out.